Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson. And I'm Nicole Jackson from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affects us achieving our financial goals. Welcome back, Jamie. I'm glad to see you made it back from vacation all in one piece, not too burn up. Found your way back to Indiana with no issues? Uh, yeah, no issues of coming back. You know, we, we survived the vacation. Uh, you know, it's glad to be back. I guess you could say it's glad to be back. You know, it's always hard coming back from vacation. Uh, but we, we got away for about almost two weeks, which is not our norm. So as we're talking about today's today's topic, I, I want to put out there, I don't usually do a two-week vacation. Got, <laughs> got a good deal this year, so that's why I did it for two weeks. Uh, and I think maybe, you know... I'm trying to figure out a way to get the credit union to pay for my uh, vacation for research for this. Do you think that'll fly? Uh, maybe. Do you have to get an invoice for that probably? Yeah. Did you keep all your receipts? Uh, I can find them. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they're somewhere. Uh, so as, you're, as you can guess, today's topic is, you know, we're going to talk about saving for vacation. Everybody wants to go on vacation. Everybody likes vacations. I love vacations. You know, and the, the part, the stressor part of the vacation is actually doing the research and the, the planning for. And it's kind of funny because my wife is, that's her favorite thing to do. I caught her doing it yesterday. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, well, I'm looking at Disney. I'm like, well, we just got back from vacation. So she's, Time to go back. She's already planning. I, and I, of course, just shake my head and walk out the room and grumble underneath my breath and because I know right. it's not going to make a difference. So you did a little research, didn't you? Always. So what would you find? Well, on average, a family of four will spend about $4,600 um, for one vacation each year. So that's a little over $1,000 per person. Um, and wow. then, yeah, of that, 40% of Americans are planning to take at least one vacation a year. Um, actually, 28% will take three or more. So Three or more vacations per year. Wow. Yeah. And uh, who, do we know, does, is this for all Americans or is it divided up? Well, actually, the people in southern states are twice as likely to vacation more as those in northern states. That's kind of fun, right? Well, I'm thinking if I'm living in a southern state, it's warm most of the time. Why would I? Because we living in the north are like, i got to get someplace warm. Right. Right? But they're closer to the beach, so I'm thinking that maybe it's easier to okay. get closer, to beach vacations. Closer, yeah. yeah. So probably don't have to. Okay. That yeah. makes a little more Not sense. Not as much on gas. Yeah. So you'd like a three-hour drive to the beach and stay in a couple nights. That's cool. Beats yeah. a 14-hour drive to try. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, so, wow. Um, those of you that do the three, uh, you know, my household, we always do one. Uh. Wife would do three or four if she could this year. This year so far, we've only done one, so I'm sure I'm going to get hit with one here, you know, because she's starting to do her She's planning. working on it. <laughs> yeah. Last year, we did three, so it's really about uh, making the plans, though, because if you don't, what happens is if you don't do what we're talking about today, you're going to go in a lot of debt. And a lot of times people do go on vacations and they get in debt and it takes them forever to get out of debt. So that's really why we're talking about this today. So we're going to give you five easy steps for planning and enjoying your next vacation so you're not stressed out when you get home. Right, Nicole? Yeah. So the first one that we've got is give it a name and a place to live. So much like the princess in the never ending story, I know that, you know, we're really good about showing our age, but... When you name your vacation, it makes it real. Oh, so what was your vacation's name this year? Uh, this it was OBX. OBX. Okay, uh-huh. Outer Banks. Yeah. Got it, yeah. Ours Got was it. Hilton Head. So, yeah, Hilton Head, put it up on the calendar. All right. Um, you know, so as you once you give it a name, one of the ways to plan for it is you can go to your, your credit union and open up a club account. Here at a Financial Center, we have a, a few different accounts for vacations. Uh, we have one that you can set up for July or November. So if you're wanting to go, you know, towards the fall or towards the summer, 
you keep the money, you can put it in that account. You can only touch it one time a year. If not, it rolls over into your savings account. So even if you don't go, you're still saving for it. It's a, it's a really good one. Another thing you might want to do if you do have that special account is have a direct deposit going from your, your checking account to that. It's much easier if you have it set up to directly go there when you don't see it, and then all of a sudden it adds up, and it's, it's really a good thing. Uh, and then we also have a member choice club account that you can open up in. You know, you can only touch it three times a year. So this is really good for you to, to start planning. So many times we go, oh, we're ready to go on vacation. Let's start planning. And we're about four or six weeks out. Next thing you know, we got to find the money. Right. So if we, if we work on finding the money first, it makes it a little bit less stressful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can always set up your automatic transfers, too, and within online banking. That way, if you kind of overestimate what you can do at a time, you can adjust it later. Right. Just to kind of keeps it flexible. Um, actually, believe it or not, I have another fact. Uh, when you write things down, it makes them real, and it sends a signal to your brain that you're serious about making something happen. So that's like making a promise to yourself. Actually, you're forty percent. You're actually forty-two percent more likely to achieve a goal when you write it down. Helps you narrow your focus, provide a short-term motivation, and it you know gets you excited. Wow, I need to like write down lose weight. I. I've tried that. <laughs> I think there's more steps to that oh, one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, well, writing down where you're going. Okay. Uh, when you're going and opening that account, like you said. Yeah, open up that dedicated savings account. And, you know, you're going to have that conversation, too. So everybody's sort of on board, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we talk about this in many of our classes. You know, if one, one person's idea is champagne and caviar and the other one's light beer, you got to come up with something in the middle there because right. uh, you're, you're on two different extremes there. Uh, I think about when I was growing up, you, you know, budget was tight. Our vacations was was camping, tent camping. Right. Uh, so I, I don't tent camp anymore. It might be something from my childhood. I don't know. So, uh, you know, what you want to do when it comes to this, though, whether it is camping, whether it is going and staying at a five-star hotel or going on a cruise or going to Disney World or Europe, is you want to set a savings goal. You need to make sure you sit down and you come up with a goal and how you're going to get there. Example is going to be if uh, you plan on spending $5,000 on vacation, how are you going to get there? Are you going to use credit cards? Are you going to save every week? Are you going to save every month? Are you going to create, you know, put that in that special savings account, which we suggested already? Um, and you know you really need to think this through which is going to lead you to the next thing you're going to talk about Nicole because it's really easy to say oh 3000 4000 5000 just throw it out there but that doesn't really help right you got to really you're going to talk about this here in a minute um, you know think of all the different things you're going to do on your vacation you've got to have lodging you're going to have food if you're driving you're going to have gas um, dining out whatever it is hey are you going to rent jet skis are you going to go on the dolphin cruise all those things, uh, you know. When my wife and daughter, when we used to go to Hilton Head, they, one thing we had to put in the budget was they wanted to go to the outlet mall. So, you know, shopping, believe it or not, has to go in there as well. Uh, you know, example would be the average cost of a family four in Disney is six thousand dollars to go on a Disney vacation. So Sounds we, like a lot. So when we go to Disney, you know, you pay for your room. We usually pay for our room and our tickets up front, right? Mm-hmm. And we used to do dining up front. And so what we would do is we'd set a dollar amount, which we'll talk a little bit more about here later on when we're talking after after we go through and talk about our research, uh, what that looks like. But it's really important to have that sort of in your mind what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Not only that, having the conversation with the family of what this looks like. Right. What's number three? Number three is do some research. 
uh, plan to have fun. Uh, make a list of all those things that you want on that vacation bucket list. Yeah, I tell you, my wife is great at this when it comes to planning. It's just, it's, uh, it's for me, it just drives me crazy. But for her, she has everything planned to not not completely to the T, but she's got ideas so that we're not just going, we're not just running roughshod like with no ideas. So. Well, those bigger vacations, you kind of have to because I mean, if you don't look ahead to see what you've got actually as your options, you end right. up. Yeah, she she was talking to me about. My, our niece was going to be in the Thanksgiving Day Parade at Disney. And oh, that's she, cool. That's cool. And she was hinting, and I looked at her and I said, that's like the third busiest day of the year at Disney. She goes, yeah. I go, sounds like a place I'd like to go. And she, <laughs> she knew right then and there. that wasn't that I didn't want to go to Disney, but it's like, okay, research, right? There's right. certain days, not just with that, but other places as well. You know, you don't, there's certain places you don't want to go during a hurricane, hurricane season, no. right? Um, another fun thing is you might want to find, or you may actually find, that that wish list of things that you want to do is bigger than that budget that you're thinking about setting. Um, it, so you might want to revisit your original plan and adjust what you're saving accordingly. Yeah, if, if you decide you need more money, it's time to save more, it's time to cut. You know, I, right. I think, and I hate to keep beating on Disney World, but you know, are you going to pay the $250 to build a lightsaber? If you are, <laughs> you got to, you know, you've got to, you got to adjust that, right? Right. That's a lot of money for a toy, yes? It is. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you're looking at that, and if you need to readjust, you do that. And then, you know, bottom line, if, it, if your dream is too big for what you've got your, in a budget this year, you might need to, you know, reschedule that big plan for next year. There's no harm in completely changing what your vision is and doing something that's a little bit closer home with a staycation and maybe giving yourself some more time to save. Wow. Because we, as Americans, love that idea, right? Yeah, nobody really we, we wants to so wait. We are so patient. We, we don't want everything Instant right Instant gratification. Instant gratification. So, yeah, this is the time where you step back and you go, okay, this isn't really in the budget. I don't want to put this on a credit card. If I do put it on a credit card, I want to be able to pay it off before we go, right. before we're paying interest on it. So sometimes the answer is you have to adapt. And, you know, it's... I mean, going on vacation is going on vacation. You, you know, we got to think about it that way. You're getting away with a family, spend some time together. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's all about. So sometimes the answer is, you know, you know, uh, you know like I said, champagne and caviar or, or beer and pretzels. I mean, you got to <laughs> think about those things. Uh, number four, you want to revisit your budget and assign some spending limits. So really what this means is you're, you're going to have different categories. One is, so... Our last vacation we went on, and I think you too, when you mm-hmm. guys went to Outer Banks this year, did you buy groceries? Yeah. So one's groceries because you're going to do some dining in the house, right? Right. So you got to have a grocery bill. And so, okay, the good news is this. We're not home that week, mm-hmm. so we can sort of take that grocery bill and transfer it over, but you're usually going to find out it's a little more expensive when you're out right. of town, right? Because you're going to buy things you don't usually buy sometimes. Um, then you're going, okay, how are we going to go out and dine? So now you got your dining. How much is that going to be? Um we, we did a little, little research, and the average cost of eating out um, for four is $132 a day. Right. So that's... I mean, that could actually only be per meal, not necessarily almost, yeah. even per day, because, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that, that's where you are. Are yeah. we going to eat out every meal? Because if we are, it's going to cost a lot. Uh, you know, are we staying at a hotel? Are we staying at a condo? Are we staying at Airbnb? Uh, you know, adding that in there, finding out what the best price is for that. So you've got to... That's another part right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, entertainment. Yeah. You're going to get there. You want to be entertained, right? What is right. entertainment? It's really funny because uh, daughter just got back from Hilton Head with her boyfriend's family. And there was like 20 of them. They're like, oh, that's the most boring vacation we've ever <laughs> been on. And Abby says Hilton Head's great. Well, 
we go to we go there to relax. So, right. but if you're a person that's going, to, you that's not what you do on your vacations. You, you're gonna if you rent boats, jet skis, go on the dolphin cruises. If you're that kind of person. That has to go in the budget. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do a lot of that, so we don't have to have that in the budget. It's really about what your budget is. Um, you know, also think about the flights right now. They, they go up and down. They're averaging about two hundred twenty-four dollars for domestic flights. And then also don't forget the other little things like the taxes and the fees. Uh, fuel prices have gone up. Grocery prices have gone up. Those types of things. You've gratuity. got to add those in there. Gratuity. Uh, you know, so you've really got to look at that. And this is the time where. I always tell people when it comes to budgeting, be conservative. Mm-hmm. I think this time you, you bump the number up and you try to stay below the number. Right. Because if you say, oh, we're only going to spend $100 dining out per day, you're probably going to end up doubling that. Right. And so it's, not realistic. it's not realistic. Exactly. Have a realistic, realistic budget. Um, the last one we had to go over was recording your spending. Um, even before you start your vacation, make sure you're tracking what you're spending on all these different pieces of your little vacation pie. Um, you may not be on vacation yet, but everything that you do before you go on vacation still counts toward that vacation budget. <laughs> oh my budget God, I setting. think of my wife. How many bathing suits are you going to buy? How many things are you going <laughs> to... She'll pack stuff and I'll go, there's a Walmart there. You know, if we need that, we can go get it. So yeah, like think about those need to be added in, right? They do. And you know, while you're also making those purchases, anything that comes with a confirmation number or any travel details, write those down because honestly, when you get out there, I know it's not related to budgeting, but when you get there, you may not have access to Wi-Fi or, you know, any kind of digital service and you will probably need those numbers well when yeah it comes especially down. the emails okay because yeah. nowadays a lot of the places they have the doors where you have the numbers mm-hmm. and they don't send you the confirmation number until the cleaning crew's gone right so you're not going to get it until that time so yeah make sure you you know the link and who you're dealing with so yeah you know vacations are great they're a great way to get out and relax but if you don't do them the right way you can come back and be really stressed out uh Vacation debt is not a good way to come back and have. So with that, I think uh, you've put together a great list today. Let's wrap it up one time, Nicole. So um, let's pack this information into one quick overview because we're going to pack it up for vacation. (laughs) Five easy steps to help you plan for your next vacation are, one, give it a name and a place to live. Example would be ours was Hilton Head this year. What was yours this year? I was Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Yeah. Okay. Um, Set a savings goal. So number two is set a savings goal, yes. And when we talked about that, have the goal, mm-hmm. but this is one of those few times where you're actually probably going to set the goal a little higher mm-hmm. because you're probably going to overspend when you go on vacation. Right. Number three, do your research. Find the best deals out there. Believe it or not, people will go to the same place and spend thousands of dollars or more because they don't do the research. Uh, that's something my wife is great at. She loves it. So if you need somebody to, to research your vacation, give a shout out and Mrs. Davidson can help. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to love that. (laughs) Number four, revisit your budget and set those spending limits. Set those spending limits. Make sure everybody's aware of what they are. Uh, You know, the 22-year-old this year thought, oh, dad's buying. I'll get a cocktail. (laughs) We we don't buy $14 cocktails. You you want a cocktail, you're paying $14. I don't pay $14 for a drink. I mean, that also comes into the younger kids, too. Like, they expect to be able to go on vacation and buy all the little tchotchkes and souvenirs and hermit crabs, maybe. Yeah, Um. we didn't get one of those. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's funny you bring that up, though, because uh, their expectations... The, my my ten year old's expectations are different than his sister's were because right. he's been spoiled a little bit more. Uh, you know, you're talking about the things you buy before you go on vacation. Well, to keep him entertained, we need to buy him a new video game. I'm like, well, how much is the new video game? 
$60. I'm like, well, the, where's that coming from? Oh, I, The vacation well, budget. Like, no, no, that's a different budget. <laughs> I was told. Um, yeah. Number five. Hold yourself accountable and record your spending even before you leave. Yeah. Hold yourself accountable. Make sure you're, you're recording the spending. Keep your receipts. Make sure you're not being overcharged uh, you, you, because you might need to follow up on that. I've got one of the hotels I've got to follow up with that they didn't do what they were supposed to do. So be, be prepared to do that afterwards. Uh, this is a, I love the plan. I love the saving for vacation. I love for people to save for vacation, the holidays, for anything. So uh, this is a great, great podcast, I think. Uh, thank you, Nicole. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson. And me, Nicole Jackson. Financial Center is an eight-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy. And our goal is to what, Jamie? We want to help improve your financial life. And to learn more about that, visit fcfcu.com. Like what you hear? Subscribe to us on Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, the All Indiana Podcast Network, and Spotify. Yeah, enjoy your summer. Enjoy your vacation. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, guys.